Hey there, everybody. This is Michael Stamps from Middle-Aged Metalheads. Uh, my favorite episode from 2022, which is now over, has to be like the, the showdown show that we did with Kiss's Love Gun versus Kiss's Destroyer. Which is it a travesty. Called, it's a travesty, it was Michael. Night, and it was a travesty. It was, but it was also a revelation because a it revealed Does in revelation a lot of ways bullshit? <laughs> the awesomeness of Love Gun over the, the really sort of overrated <laughs> Destroyer record. Also Over. revealed too. Oh, spoiler Colin alert! Colin Bowser does have like a little angry side to him, where he's like he was like really sad and disappointed and angry about how Destroyer got destroyed. Absolutely unfair, a complete unjust travesty. So <laughs> feel free to listen to it if you want to. But I, I, I listened. To, I listened to it last. I'm never night. listening to it again. Yeah, no, go. I totally did. It was like, and it's a great episode. It's a it's good a great episode. E- but like, but <laughs> I would have to say too, like the 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 thing that came up in that was like, if we had done like as David suggested or somebody suggested, like just play like instead of like track by track, play War, your song yeah. versus mine, and I'm gonna like I'm gonna we, hold. We, on we to- should think of some uh, some so some more fight nights for 2023, and, good, and maybe gonna, play them in War style. Gonna hold on to that great expectations card. <laughs> just really like a really be another kiss like, fight night. I just like we'll a see. hooligan, you won't be fooling me again. Oh my! Gosh. Oh my God! Here's the episode. Yeah. Hey, this is Chips Enough from Enough Stuff, and you're listening to middle-aged metalheads. Right here, folks. Turn up those radios. I'm going to go get dressed right now. I got trim all around me, and I'm living my life vicariously through my grandfather. Good evening, and welcome to another edition of Middle Age Metalheads. Tonight, the fight of the... Don't sigh already, David. The fight of the century. And I'm going to tell you the history before we get started. But I am joined by Michael Stamps, John Harden, and David Timoney, as, as always... And, and here's the history of tonight's episodes, kids. So I have been told multiple times how good Love Gun is as an so album. It, it's terrible. So I was open-minded, and I listened to it the other day, driving home from New Jersey, and it's terrible. It's awful. One of the worst things I've ever heard. And I made a comment to the group, and they all said, you're nuts, Colin. That's a great album. Love the tracks. I said, it's certainly no destroyer. And somebody said, well, Destroyer sucks. I believe that was Dr. Timoney. That was me. And I said, well, you know what? I think your record sucks. And so we're kind of here tonight to have a little battle royale. This is the kind of animosity that comes from returning from Jersey. So I've got a piece of life advice for you, Mr. Bosler. Metal Lord. Stay out of Jersey, man. (laughs) Any other day of the week, you're like, hey, man, how you doing? You come back from Jersey, you're like, that's right. Love God sucks. Yep. Yeah, there's definitely going to be some road rage on your way out of there. I, I'm telling you flat out, I'm gonna. I had a an open mind listening to it. See what happened was my coworker suggested hearing hearing the album again, and I said, "Listen, I'm going to be open to it because he really likes the first track. We'll get to that shortly." And I said, "I'm going to listen to it because he thinks that's one of Kiss's best songs ever." And I listened to it. I'm my God, that album is so bad. 
give anyway, I'll get into all that later. But you guys don't really care for Destroyer, and like I said, we're gonna have a have a battle <laughs> it's, royal. It's not that we don't care. I like Destroyer. Destroyer. We me? like we just like Love Gun more. But and tonight possible. We're, tonight we're gonna line them up. Each album has 10 tracks. We are gonna go head to head, round one through ten, song versus song on each album michael do you want to uh do you want us run us through the uh the quick hits the quick facts on each of these contenders yeah well i i'm gonna i'm gonna say like so like what what uh listeners have to look forward to here is that we're going to pit two classic uh you know kiss records uh first destroyer of course uh everyone's sort of like go-to favorite Probably because like they like some of the hits off it, but they never listened to the record uh, versus uh, the album that did not necessarily follow it up, but was recorded within like, I think I want to say like 16 months later, Love Gun. So it's Destroyer versus Love Gun, 10 tracks versus 10 tracks. And uh, we're going to uh, we're, we're going to score this bout. In, in a fair and equitable manner everybody's coming in <laughs> a little bit uh hot obviously like people are like spitting one another's faces and stuff the Jeez. mouth guards are coming out and uh you know so like the things you need to know about destroyer first off it's the the fourth kiss record of course uh and it's it's the record that comes out uh after the, the success that survived, uh, that that saved actually Casablanca Records, which was Kiss Alive, oh, which yeah. was produced by Eddie Kramer, who also produced Love Gun. Love Gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that comes out in '76. It's uh, it's weighing in at ten tracks, thirty-four minutes. If we count the eight seconds, there's probably minutes. there's probably a good, I would say like. What if you cut out the intro to yep. uh, well, well, you're, Detroit you're reading the notes. You're reading the notes on Destroyer. So Destroyer's 10 tracks, 34 minutes, 8 seconds. That's right. right. Exactly. March 1976. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Did, Good year. Yeah. David said Love Gun because we, we referred to uh, Eddie Kramer. Eddie Kramer. Yeah. Who, who right. produced a live. Stay with us. The, the live record. Uh, <laughs> this one is actually produced by Bob Ezrin, famous <laughs> for his work with notably with with alice cooper basically produced like most of alice's catalog he's worked uh, with uh peter chris extensively <laughs> yeah produce the elder <laughs> produced the elder after coming off of like obviously a great success with uh, pink floyd's the wall and and so on and so forth and 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 he's great so destroyer if we're if we're thinking about it it seems like really weird it's like it's sold like two million copies yeah two million Remember that number, yeah, but, kids. Two yeah, million. Two million up to now. Two million mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Two million. Mm. Keep going. Yeah. You know, and and so like the, the songs that people will remember sales don't equal quality are, are singles such as like Shouted Out Loud, Flame and Youth, uh, Detroit Rock City, which was originally the B side to, of course, everyone's favorite song from this record, if not uh, the greatest Kiss song ever. That really. Uh, so it, it was a really weird phenomenon, Kiss, like having so much sort of success from the live record and what Eddie Kramer had done. And they went in and they formed this record destroyer, which, uh, again, was was an enormous success and is iconic in so many ways. Uh, but in the other corner, ding, ding, 
we have Love Gun, which comes out 1997 in June. So 1977. 1977. Uh, yes. Yes. Thanks for coming, everybody. And uh, <laughs> it's got it's got ten tracks too, and it's like a mere 32 minutes and some odd seconds, and of course produced by Eddie Kramer, who produced like several Kiss records, including like all their live records and and Love Gun, um, and it sold. At this point, one million copies. Ooh, so one like, is less than two. So like, yeah, but the only reason Destroyers at two is because of Beth. That ain't a good reason. That's still important and to know. We, we'll get into twice that. as still important sales. to know when we get to Beth. We'll have that conversation. <laughs> and, 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 and again, strangely enough, like they Kiss again. I never really ever remember hearing Kiss on the radio. Every once in a while, you might hear Rock and Roll Over. But uh, the singles they released were uh, Christine 16. Oh, I heard that. And, and, and of course, Love Gun, uh, which is about Paul Stanley's dick, as everybody nice. knows. Uh, nice. So, so the nice. format for tonight's bout is we will play one song from Destroyer and then another song from Love Gun and then discuss and banter in between the songs. Ooh. Uh, that's that's kind of what we do. So that so you know, get yourself you know, get your loins girded up, yeah. get your mouthpiece in, pour yourself a couple of shots because we got yeah, twenty tracks. A couple of shots. Get your spit bucket out. <laughs> get you know whatever whatever person you need your 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 your, your corner dock or something to like cut cut up you know, all the on your cuts. Okay. <laughs> Do we do we want to talk about like why we're coming in like the why we uh, prefer one album over the other? Just I, I think that'll come out as we go track by track. I, yeah. I think I think, I think we'll let, let's right. shoot we'll, we'll, this yeah, motherfucker. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely fill that in. <laughs> All right. So um, is that uh, what they say? That's what they so, say. I feel like we, it's not do, what they do, say. Do we need any further ado? Nah, uh, we do not. The, the why fight don't you is ready. Count. Why don't you count us in, Michael? All right, so I'm going to count us. Uh, let's 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 count uh, up to three. So we do one, a two, a three. All right, now we got about 15 minutes before this song starts. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. So we've got the extended Destroyer radio play. Yeah. Starting um, with Detroit Rock City. This yeah. paints such a good picture to begin with. Yeah, a car accident. Yeah, um, takes a, but the point is, it yeah, takes, it tells a story. Uh, you lo- it you takes love a, a song that could be three and a half minutes but, but, and makes it five already, and a half. The story's yeah. already in the lyrics. The song, was actually, the song was actually a minute long. They added this. They added the <laughs> guitar solo. And they're like, eh, 5.15. And if you're keeping score at home, they still play this in concert. This is still on the set list. Um, and they, when they we get to track song, one on Love Gun, we're going to talk about their the biggest intro, mistake. though. <laughs> So like yeah. so just just to talk over uh, what what is basically being presented here is like which is a dude who's getting ready to go out for the night revving up his car in his car is an eight track he's playing some uh, kiss. rock and roll over uh, here's some kiss he does that's, does that's uh, rock and roll all rock, night rock and roll all night sorry yeah, yeah. that just that was the album in between mm. but. Uh, the first time I ever heard this was like when I first got the, the full album cassette in eighth grade. I knew like it seemed like most of the songs, the, the, the big hits off of uh, Destroyer from Double Platinum or for uh, 
uh, Kiss Alive 2. Here we go. So it was really weird getting this record and going like, all right, so when is Detroit Rock City starting? Is it is it not going to start? And then it starts. Like, so where are we at? Like, you know, digit wise. Um, one minute and about 40 seconds. So it's like 90 seconds in. So it's it a little sort of weird, but that's that that's the little first sign that it's Ezra. But but it's Detroit Rock. That's City. true. Yeah, Ezrin has a heavy hand when it comes to the production. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a little surprised how, he, you know, considering that when they do this live, right, and the first notes of this song really punch, this record, they come in so soft, it drives me nuts. Right? Yeah. This song would almost be better on the side two song. But nevertheless, Colin, what are your thoughts? It's Detroit Rock City. Is this I, I, not like one of the greatest songs ever? Yes. This is how you start an album, man. Listen again. Listen to the the, the, talk, the talk about his rock and roll lifestyle. He's drinking. He's smoking. He's driving fast. Yes, we know he's gonna die in a car accident. Spoiler alert. But at the end, but he, it's, <laughs> this is this is a huge intro, man. This is how you build into an album and have a great jumping off point. It's fun. And again, they still love it. Crowd that loves it. It's it's a great intro. Oh no. Round one is gonna go to Detroit Rock City. It has to. I'm, I'm not gonna. We change, haven't got. Not, we I'm haven't got to say the song. John, I'll, I'll reserve my comments until we get to Love Guns Track One. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I I don't dislike uh, Detroit Rock City. I feel like I have heard it maybe every day since it came out. <laughs> uh, you know, and that's it, it's a lot. It's it's a song that they have uh, they they've used as an opener for a long time. Uh, I think I've had my fill of it. It doesn't make it any less of a good song. I I think the intro is a little laborious. Like it doesn't need a 90 second intro. Like I think the song with the intro actually detracts from the song. I, you know, it's like like you were saying. Like you know, it, it starts a little soft. If they just would have went right into the build up and and the song, I think it would have been better. Yeah. No. And, and again, it's like. My, my experience of like the song from from listening to it on greatest hits records or elsewhere or, or seeing them live or what have you then you like you, you pop into you know destroyer like why did you just ruin this song you just like you're, you're just like you're presenting me with all this really like not really interesting theatrical yeah we we've talked about that how how some of their songs really do come to life a bit better live firehouse was one we talked about yeah the, the, you know what what sucks about this song nothing if you're in a band and a bunch of people know this song the like the three dudes the two guitar players and the bass player one of them knows this version one of them knows the double platinum version and one of them knows the alive <laughs> version and you're like are we doing the is it the dum 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 part? Are we doing the, the guitar solos? A lot. Do it, man. Just, just play, play, play. I do like the dum 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 part. It's lacking, also lacking in cowbell. It, 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 it definitely That's does true. Like, all of this sort of like, you know, sort of like get the crowd out of their seats. Everybody's going to move their feet, shit. There's no denying that. And then the car crashes. All right. Into track one on Love Gun. I, I stole your love. Oh man. I love 
This is like classic Peter Chris rumbly, groovy drum parts. I love the way this song starts. It is hands down my my favorite uh, like first song opening song uh, live. It's 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 definitely like it it it's it, it, it gut punchy a little bit and it's kind of a little bit sexy. It just has like a great groove to it. It just it just it, it kind of comes in and it kind of gets you. And and of course it, it it makes sense that like once Kiss kind of tired of like doing Detroit Rock City first song every night, they pick this song. Yeah, it's good. It's groovy. I I really also like. I don't know at what point they switched over to that doubled vocal sound that they have on Paul right now. But I really, like, it's very retro now. But somewhere along the line, they they went with this vocal sound. He's got a lot of out too. Yep. I love it. I love it. I do, too. Yeah. So. I think this album sounds better. Oh, God, no. I I really do. I I think it sounds like like more of a raw rock band (laughs) instead of overproduced. 70s FM radio. This is this is 70s FM radio or AM radio. Excuse me. This is, this is terrible. Then leave me here. My vote's for <laughs> I Stole Your Love. You can't beat Detroit Rock City with I Stole I, Your I, Love. I just did. I voted I Stole Your Love. There's one. <laughs> there's, there's there's so many like really good features of the song. Great effects. And it just it, it's sort of like it just it's, it's like such a sort of like energy to it and again it's like hard to vote against uh, Detroit Rock City because it's iconic album opener I've, I've never I've been to Detroit once and I'm sure it's great <laughs> rock city um, I don't think it, it is. it's a tribute just like paid to the band because or to the, to the people of Detroit because they were like big fans of them because because of shitty weather and like really bad infrastructure <laughs> and stuff and like lead in their water but uh what's your vote michael 40 seconds i saw your love david told you it was a throne fight I, Russian you know judges. what i i'm honestly it's for, for, not thrown for many reasons i'm very torn i like this song better than detroit rock city but i think detroit rock city is more iconic i it's on the set list. That's all you need to know. I totally love it. also on the set list. No, it's yep. not. It totally is. Last yeah. time I saw them, that's what they opened with. Last two times I saw them, you were there. They opened with I Stole Your Love. Okay. So it's not a standard on the set David, list. is it going to be a draw? What's your vote, David? I think I'm going to go with Detroit Rock City. Even right, though okay. I'm going to tell you, I think I Stole Your Love is a better song. All right, I'm going to go with Detroit Rock City for being more iconic. Okay, so first the round, the judges say tie. Colin, you want to intro this song, number two on Destroyer? Well, to your point, Michael, so now you've got the hype and you've got the energy after Detroit Rock City. And now listen to this beat. See, now that now you're now you're moving, right? So, right. Now you, so, yeah, so now you come in, you're like, and I, see, I like his singing in this song. I like Paul singing on this album. Listen to how good he's singing in this song. Oh yeah. He's on the other. On Love Gun, he doesn't sing. He just kind of talks. He's singing. He's Paul on this album. Yeah. It sounds like like a song that you hear on Love Gun. No, this does not <laughs> sound like Love Gun. <laughs> actually, actually, I will say this is probably the most Love Gun esque song on the album, but it does not sound like Love Gun. Yeah. I, Twice I, the best song on Destroyer. 
I'll, I'll tell you what. I I think this song might be one of the best songs on this record. But you know what it really is? It's really the best song on Alive 2. Coming okay. right out of the car crash into the squealy guitar feedback. Mm-hmm. I think that oh, yeah, is yeah. a classic moment yeah, when it, that it, kicks off. Yeah, that's, again, like, so that, that's how I know that the songs on this record with, like, one and two just coming off, like, the, you know, a live two produced by Eddie Kramer. But, uh, was this, this song, like, a cover song, too? No. No, I think so. No, it's Paul Stanley's wrote this. The guitar work on this album is so much oh, better than Love God. It, it, you know, it's weird. I was just gonna say, this is like two songs in a row with like that that twin lead guitar mm-hmm. sound. Yeah, that it's very not Kiss. It's a good addition to the song when you know when when he comes in a second time with that. You know, there's a lot of things about this record that are really kind of overblown, and we'll get to kind of like the. The, the notions they have about themselves kind of later in the record. Yeah, Mike, you know I mean? Mike, you're not wrong. This is a bit of a cover. Right, yeah. This Kim, is, uh, Kim Bally, you know, who worked with... Uh, Who's the Spengali for The Runaways? For The Runaways. Uh, he recorded this with a band called Hollywood Stars. Oh. And then they reworked it with, it, with it, Paul uh, and Bob yeah, Ezrin. The, the Fowley version of the song was never recorded, at least not at that point. So so it, it was material that was brought to them. So. Yep. But it, it, it's, it's still a banger of a song. I kind of feel like if you created a Destroyer set list that had... If, if you recreated the record with the best versions of all of the songs from like live things, it would be a substantially better record. I think the record itself is not indicative of how good some of the songs are. All right, so we go to track two on Love Gun, which is... I love this song. It's so bad to love this song. This is up there with, like... It's, it's, Kip, it's, it's, Kip Winger's like, what can we do? Uh, yeah, how can we up how can our we one, a little bit? How can we one-up Kiss? <laughs> also, Maker like, 17. Maker 17. <laughs> yep. Billy Idol's thinking, like, I can really make, like, a really sort of, like, Nubile's porn video ass sort of thing. <laughs> You know, rock of the cradle of love, sort of thing. <laughs> She's young and clean. Singing here, Christine, sixteen. Okay, so uh, let's go with Colin. Colin, what what are your thoughts about this? The first single off of Love Gun. I I just I don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like it. It's corny to me. Oh, it's, it's corny. Just... <laughs> I I think this sounds this this is again this this is like what Kiss sounds like. You, you know, know what, what I mean? this song sounds like? This sounds like it should have been song seven on Eat Him and Smile. <laughs> <laughs> like with the piano and Dave's doing like a doo-wop, like, you know, I saw you there that <laughs> day. I saw you cool. <laughs> See, that would be fun. I love, do you know, you know that cover that's on Kiss My and Ass? And then his dumb talking Where part. he's like, I don't yeah. usually say this. Then he's like, We looked okay. at it was the gin blossoms, right? Yeah, he's like, okay, I do usually say this to go. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, again. It's uh, it's a nice, solid rocker of a song, and I get like how Christine and Sixteen rhyme. 
Uh-huh. But, uh, <laughs> oh, wait, it gets worse as far as no, Ryan no, is concerned. The, 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 the thing that makes it worse is sort of like Gene calling attention to, like, the whole fact that, like, he's <laughs> walking out of school. She's been around, but she's young and clean. It's not right. as bad as, like, I, My Eyes Adored You by Frankie Valley, where he's like a grown man reminiscing about being in fifth grade. True. <laughs> no. It's right? Because that's super creepy. It's no, not it's very creepy. It's not Chip Winger 17... But even in the 17 narrative, it's sort of like, oh my gosh, and then her dad comes out of the hotel room or something. This is sort of like, I'm like seeing you as you're like exiting high school classes at the age of 16. It's like, all right, we got a, we got a minute left on the speed round. Colin. Oh, please. King of the nighttime world. Michael. Uh, yes, it's going to have to be King of the nighttime world because... Dave. I'm going with Christine 16. I love the drumming on this, on this, and I love the guitar sound on this track. I'm, I'm going king of the nighttime world on this Yay, one. Hey, uh, there's yeah, one. Yeah, just, just, just. I, I'm still, I'm still reeling from the fact that David went with Detroit Rock City. Be on the right side of history with this one. It's just, yeah, it's, it, it, again, it's, it's, it's an interesting song because there is a whole sort of like. I, genre of songs that go and again like Elvis was like dating uh, did he just you say know, be on the right uh, side of history you know this is a song at, like age 13 <laughs> Lisa, no, not Lisa Marie but what was what was Elvis's wife's you, name you've come off Priscilla. the tracks Michael Priscilla yeah. what's that I think you've come off the tracks a little bit <laughs> yeah. no no but almost but not is quite. this what Michael says going up over his skis Gro- growing up as young children Mike and I love to play the intro to God of Thunder to get the kids screaming they yeah. don't want to go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it, they keep listening. Is that what they say? It's like, it's I don't too want, you know what? Why, yeah. why would we put 40 years of saying that behind us? Like, <laughs> no, no. It's like, I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> but you're going to hell. <laughs> this is the greatest song for guitarists and bass players to play while the kick drum is getting its sound check. <laughs> so, Again, a set list favorite, the blood song, right? This is where he shakes this, his head. This, 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 is, this is where the Sphinx gets to talk. This, this, this <laughs> oh, is the performance piece. The reverse drumming going on here. Uh, the song originally written by Paul. Yeah, it weird. Was, it was it was Edrin who was the guy who suggests like no this goes to the demon dude. Can you imagine Paul singing this? God of thunder, <laughs> you and you and you. I, yeah, I I I I I can't. There's there's a there's a demo out there, but it's sort of like okay. Uh, this is an undeniable sort of epic, iconic kiss song. It's like, Look at her virgin song. <laughs> again, and, and, and for for all the things that Eddie, or, excuse me, like Bob Ezrin does, adding like all these different really weird effects in the background, the children uh, with their terrified screams and shit. Like it works. This one works. Paul goes to Paul goes to a dark place and writes a song. Yeah. Oh yeah, it works because it doesn't have a two-hour movie leading up to when the song starts. <laughs> Guy checks his pockets, looks at his drawer, gets in the car, <laughs> turns on the radio, and watch, looks at his watch. Like right. a bit much. 
Is the, you know what? I forgot to listen carefully. Was there piano in the in the Destroyer version of uh, of Detroit Rock City? It probably. Yeah. I don't believe so. Yeah. I, well, I, in one of the recordings, there is. It's just like octaves in the bass, like ga ga. Yeah. Again, there's there's like probably like. Listen to that drumming. Tracks. Listen to that drum work. This song is so good. Yeah. I think the best thing about this track is the, the guitar, is the guitar, is the guitar yeah, solo. Oh. It's a good riff. It's a really good riff. Um, but, I mean, really, some of Ace's best work, like, really out there, really creepy. Yeah. The, 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 the eerie thing about it, too, is, like, reverse drumming. The reverse drumming is, like, the thing that's kind of, like, kind of, like, disorienting. What's this reverse drumming thing you're talking about? I don't know if it's like it's certainly not teaching Peter Chris how to like drum in reverse, but I think they're like played in reverse. I don't know. I so. You can you can see it on the interweb. I have to look that up. Uh... Yeah, but it, it's definitely not you know the sort of like shuffle drumming jazzy. Sort well, it's it, like you know what it sounds Chris. like. It sounds like that. Um... It just sounds like kind of marching drumming, like uh, like Anton Fig does in the beginning of, of uh, Rock Soldiers or something. Mm-hmm. Like on the link on Wikipedia, but like it, it, yeah, so like blah, 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 blah. Ezra was like tinkering with all these songs. We we know like uh, you know that the Kiss had like come off the success of Alive, and they put together like a like a fifteen song demo and. Uh, Ezra listened to him, was like, this is horseshit. And he's like, <laughs> he, he like, he made them sort of like garbage up some of the songs, rework the songs. The songs that we'll come to like were basically concoctions that had everything to do with Ezra's input. Uh-huh. And so he, good. And he, and he was like a badass. Like we would be blowing the whistle on them. And so the What's song that? that has to like for uh, sale. take on, um, the mighty god of thunder is got love for sale off yeah, of man. Love Gun. also a gene song so bad Good baseline <laughs> what so bad it's not i think Come I, on. I, the, the only thing that troubles me more than your outrageous dedication to destroyer is how <laughs> devoted you are to hating every track on this listen it because they're terrible listen to these background vocals oh no oh no come oh, on no. david now this it's a rocker i mean whether or not it whether or not it stands up head to head with another song is different this is a rocking song yeah like, Colin, i think you love steelheart you can't give this a pass <laughs> No, it's, it's not well written. It's Same. not a good song. It, 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 it's gonna, it's gonna end up in the in the final analysis, fitting in with the larger sort of plan for like Love Gun. It's like these songs come in, they're really tight, they're really short. You can dance to them. It's I mean, it's it's better than the side two direct that's coming up on Love Gun, but it's just not good. Yeah, no, this. this uh, I mean, I don't know the Destroyers. But, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I think this is, this is like when they both line up in the bathroom and like step up to the urinal. Both of them pull out their side twos and just don't look. You know what I mean? Like, All I know is that right now, Destroyer's three and zero. I know the first three and zero. No, no, no. The first, you, the first round was a push. The first, the first round was a tie. It was only a tie, but we all agreed that Detroit Rock City was the better one. You guys are all complaining no, about actually, the intro. No, no, no. It, no it's I, a tie. You're adding points where there are none. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to tell you honestly, right now. I, I should have voted 
for I Stole Your Love. I gave it to Detroit out of iconic nature. Okay. Um, I Stole Your Love is a better song. Um, All right. Well, let's do this one then. God of Thunder. That's my vote. Yeah, I mean, God of Thunder is my vote as well. Right. So still two nothing. Again, well, it, it's it's two and a tie. This, the ties are going to play into this. This is uh, definitely like rumpus room, wood paneling, shag carpets, maybe a ping pong table. You know, girls dancing with their in their underwear and stuff. This is like this is a great party song. Uh, I mean, but, it, but, it, I, but I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like I can't I can't desecrate the God of Thunder. That's yeah, it. I mean the, the the thing is this song. Whether or not you love it, it's hard to hate it, and it's just more. It adds more fuel to the fire of Love Gun being a record you can put on and not skip a single track. Yeah, and it's again, a good rocking song. It may be. It may feel like filler when we're sitting here paying super. I, I, I don't dislike this song at all. It's I like just this song not God of Thunder. Yep. All right. Yeah. You going God of Thunder, David? Uh, yeah. I mean, you got to. All right. That's the first unanimous. That's a KO. <laughs> it's not a KO, dude. I don't know. It's, 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 it's definitely like a. It's a just a win. It's, it's just there's ten eight. rounds. There's ten rounds. All right, guys. Now sit back and let's let Colin tell us how good Great Expectations is. Yeah, I'm surprised there's no mention of Mrs. Haversham in this song. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointed. I can't. This this is going to lose to shock me. I know you think? that. Oh sure, shock me. <laughs> shock, shock me is lyrically dumb. I'm not gonna thing. But shock me is a better song. No one goes to no one goes to kiss for the story, Colin. But no, you can't. I mean, this is just Stand this was a this was a misguided I'm not gonna lie to you. There are days that this song is in my head. Long this is rest. Yeah, dude. This this is exactly Bob Ezrin coming over from Alice Cooper's <laughs> recording session and going, "What if we try an Alice Cooper song?" Because that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Let, 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 let's do like some like really, really <laughs> fucking sappy ballad. He, he pitched he pitched this to Alice Cooper, and Alice Cooper Cooper kicked him out, so he went over to yeah, Gene's house. Dude, Alice Alice I mean, like. Uh, only women bleed or something like he's like where's the where's the bleeding but you can 100 percent <laughs> see mid-70s alice cooper doing this song oh yeah oh, and, 100%. 100%. i'll tell you here's here's the the difference is that it would be good if alice cooper did this it, such a strange choice for a kiss record yes very right? much so. it really so, is again like again so this is their fourth studio record and there's nothing like this preceded it's just sort of like yeah this is kiss with notions i'm telling you man they're like they're like let's keep telling that story we started in detroit rock city that girl sitting in the audience looking at us it's ezrin you're looking you know what my at fingers my can hands do. and you <laughs> wonder what my hands are gonna do to you it's like Enjoy it now, guys. It's, it's, it's as good as it gets not, for you. Not even as bad as Pristine 16, but pretty close. It's, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Dude, they brought in like the, the Moron Tabernacle Choir for this. Moron? And, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what they're called. But like, no, they, they brought in like a that's the that's the uh, choir sort of that's uh, the choir that's credited on Shane McGowan's first solo album is the Moron Tabernacle Choir. Sounds about right. They were all drunk on Putin. I think Nick right? Cave Nick Cave was in that. 
Did you yeah. say pooty tang? A, a potane. I, I, but I might have said poo-tang. But <laughs> there's a difference. They sometimes taste the same. Easy now. Dude, kid, Ace, it's a Ace, kid show. Ace, Ace came into this thing and he's like, we need some guitars, oh, I man. I thought this was a kid show. <laughs> we are not like, We are not the Wiggles. I do love the Wiggles. David so does. I was about to say that. David's a big Wiggles fan. I freaking so love again, the Wiggles, like, man. When, when, when God, I first this got, feels long. When I first got the it really is, Destroyer, and I listened Ooh, It's like not even that long. Like one, no. two, and it's like, what the This is that Dio that? song long we were listening to a couple weeks ago. No, what's what's it's, that? It's, um, it's, it's only four minutes and change, know, but it's eight minutes in listening. I'm just trying to get like a like a read. Like what other? Didn't the Stones do a, a track that had like a big choir in it? Sure, yeah. You can't always you can't always get what you want. When did that come out? Seventy two, three ish, probably uh, four. Yeah, somewhere in that area, yeah. early seventies. And, and, and when did that song get ruined for everybody? Never has. I don't know. Still a great song. When Five Finger Death Punch covered it. They did not cover it. <laughs> Have they? I'll no. keep it to myself, back. <laughs> oh, I think it was in a uh, political rally, was it not, Michael? I believe it was. In a fairly recent political uh, rally. Well, I didn't know that. So, still a great song for me. Yeah. I mean, they did tell him to stop using it, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but. Whoa, so, is it so just over? Yeah, let, we got a Ace. major palette coming in. up here. Hold on, uh, I, gotta, I gotta refill uh, a cup. That was again. That was, that was brutal. That was brutal. Uh, the death, the, the five finger death punch. Dude, that that intro, better. intro of this song, man. That is Peter Chris pulling those Detroit Rock City drum fills, just like he did on Christine Sixteen. That's straight out of Motown. But see, the difference of this is musically, I, I think it's thicker. It, it's deeper. It makes more sense to me. It's a nice, solid song. It doesn't sound canned. Everything else in this album sounds canned. It fits, though. It fits with everything else. It's Ace's guitar. It's Eddie Kramer. I think it's better. I'll tell you what's in the can on this track. What's that? Ace Freely. <laughs> yeah, the, the, lyrics are, <laughs> the lyrics are really stupid. He's in the bag. You He's in the bag. <laughs> But it is a much better song. The, the, than the, the story, the story goes, he, he he laid on the studio floor on his back to sing the vocals. <laughs> like he liked the additional pressure to like deliver the lyrics. Like good technique, Ace. That's hey, uh, not not all heroes stand on two feet. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's one of those stories Especially about James. Space man. The the famous <laughs> uh, the famous Motown bassist James Jamerson. They would say they'd go into the studio, they'd look through the window, they couldn't see him because he was laying on the ground, <laughs> playing those bass lines for all those Motown My tracks. Man. <laughs> that's right. He's like, yeah, what you doing in there? There you go. I'm in the Just pump playing song. some bass. Nope, Slapping the, the bass. Slapping the bass. Slapping the bass. <laughs> But uh, notably, uh, for the fourth Kiss record, this is this is the first time you got like a lead vocal from Ace Frehley. Uh, and then you, you don't really get a whole lot until like the next studio record, uh, Dynasty, and then it's sort of like one on Elder, and then that's it. It's great, great on Alive too, also. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, this goes in. This is this was always the guitar solo song. Yep. With the flames, you know, when we saw Ace, uh, courtesy of, of uh, Mr. Bosler, a couple of months back, 
He's, he's, he's got the, um, he's got like the LEDs instead of the fire. And uh, I know I mentioned this before. Like, dude, set your guitar on fire. Stop being, <laughs> stop being a wuss. Set your guitar on fire. All right? Yeah. Again, like, God bless Ace. Like, the, the, this song apparently, like, was uh, inspired by uh, an actual event, like, when they were doing the Rock and Roll Over tour, and Ace touched, like, an ungrounded uh, handrail coming down the yeah. stairs and got shocked. Right. He was out for a little while. He was gone for like 30 minutes. The show was <laughs> down for 30 minutes. And then he couldn't even really like feel his hand, but he, he came back and uh, maybe had like pounded a few Budweiser's or something or some uh, boy howdies and went back at it. So, do you see, uh, do you see that at, at one point they were doing this song with Tommy Thayer singing live? Come on. No. Uh, yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. They uh, took it out of the set list in 2012, it says. Yeah. Um, but come on, yeah. it's like there's some things you know. Like I, I wasn't sure about. I wasn't sure about Eric Singer doing Beth, but like Eric Carr had already kind of popped that cherry. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I but like Bruce Kulick never sang "Shock Me." No. But, but had he, I guess then. Okay, then that's that's where we're going. That's what we do. I, like, I, like, I mean, I think. Paul could have gotten. I think. I think Paul or Gene could have gotten away with it. Are they going to share the the duties? Are we voting on Shock Me and uh, no, it's, Great yeah. Expectation? Oh, oh yeah, we should. Oh, sorry, Shock um, Me. One. Yeah, Great Expectation. Well, I got. I got to hear Great Expectations again before I vote. <laughs> Let's run that back. I think Shock Me is a clean sweep. Oh yeah, 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 totally Shock Me. And now we pick it up. All right. Now we flaming you versus tomorrow and tonight. A worse song. I, I'll tell you what, you guys were talking about Alice Cooper. I think this sounds like uh, Elected. I think this sounds a lot like an Alice Cooper song. It could. I, see, I never thought about it before, but I could see that. Nice uh, young anthem. You know? the, dude, that bass line, that's straight out of Elected, dude. And the riff, the higher and higher riff, it's very Alice Cooper inspired. Well, it's, it's, well, it's Ezrin, right? Yeah. My uniform is leather. So is mine, buddy. Yeah, this song never really does it for me. It just yeah, I, I agree, and I haven't heard Tomorrow and Tonight for a long time, so I'm going to hold my judgment until I hear them both. But Flaming Youth, never a favorite for me. Uh, you know what? It's, it's a strange thing trying to write an anthem. And this is what this is trying to be. And it, when it lands, and everybody's like, yes! Because um, we'll have that moment uh, in a little bit where you we write totally, an anthem we, we, and it's we, we truly we, anthemic. We, we, we totally will, <laughs> but like in the meantime, it's like you, you can see yeah, definitely like again, like thinking about like where, where where Kiss was like trying to like recapture like some of like what was like catapulting them into stardom. It's like, all right, can we do another rock and roll all night? This is not it. No, it, no, it's definitely not the anthem, but I I just, I don't know, I thought it was, I think this is the, the side one closer, if I'm not mistaken. It is. Yeah. And I, I just thought it was a nice way, especially after Great Expectations, I thought at least it was a nice, <laughs> upbeat ending. Imagine if side one had ended on Great oh, Expectations. No, it, 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 yeah. It, it, you know, at least definitely Flaming Youth was like, yeah. it would have ended their career. No, great <laughs> Expectations was the viewing. This is like the exit music. <laughs> <laughs> 
it, it's definitely a great palliative to like <laughs> yeah for that yeah so. i mean it's certainly but, not a great song but at least it's a little bit hyped the first three oh. tracks on this record are intense and dark and you get then you get great expectations and flaming youth and i'm like you lost it like you talk about telling that story oh i agree i agree i lost the story yeah there's yeah there's no story at this point it's like john and i said in a in a text recently if you had taken the best songs from both albums and pushed them together you'd have an amazing kiss record that could probably never be beaten if you took the best that's true and they're only a year apart yeah, I, yeah but, like, but you know what? You know, I Ca- like Casablanca. Had to keep the money machine going. Like they were on tour. It's like just get just, get another record out. Get another record out. I mean, put other, get get the fucking lunch boxes out. All right, so we're tomorrow gonna put tonight's up, a gonna great put song. Flaming Youth against. Uh, I like the breakdown at the end where it's like tomorrow, tomorrow, tonight. Oh. The there's a there's oh, a line <laughs> there's a line in this song that ri- reminds me uh, I don't know who it is yeah. there's a modern song that has a similar line to, to, to tomorrow and tonight yeah and great backup singers in this song yeah and there's great backup singing in the other record too this is straight out of the Partridge family. I love the Partridge family, dude. It's just straight out of the I'm not day. saying I'm not saying anything yes, but this is a Partridge family song. Yeah. This, this is like if Kiss wanted this, to this be- line, John. A lot of cowbell in there. I do like the guitar work. I'm not gonna deny that. Yeah, the guitar work cool. like the the breakdown is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but this is Kiss like Kiss wanting to like this is a song for American Bandstand. This is this is like Dave Clark Five, basically. I agree, Michael. No, I I think that when Kiss really shows their roots, and I mentioned it when I when I was talking a little bit about uh, let it let me know on their first record, when they show their songwriting chops, I think this is a showcase for that. They're hitting all the spots, man. Good, you know, good backup vocals, good lyrics, good solo, good solo. The break, like you mentioned, the breakdown that's coming up is awesome. It's so like it's just correct, and it's not stolen. It's inspired. And and again, it's it 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 is what these songs were meant to be uh, at this particular point. If we're talking about like '77, it's like, can I get it on the radio? Can I get? I love it. it. Is it a tasty nugget? And will, will kids dance to it? You know, and, and again, this is it stands the test of time. But I love it. Love it. Uh-oh. Ick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we we're coming we're coming down. How much time we got left here? A minute. Colin? Flaming youth. Really? David. Okay. Oh, tomorrow and tonight. I'm going tomorrow and tonight. It's going to come down to Michael. Oh, he's going to go tomorrow and tonight. Is he? I don't know. Oh, my God, yeah. He's waffly, dude. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> <laughs> he's absolutely right. This is this is a um, you know midnight special. Dave Michael? Clark five, you know. We have, cast, I'm, I'm, we have cast our votes. What I'm going to go with tomorrow and tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this song does more for me than Flaming Flaming Youth feels like it flamed out. It's like like a rough, it seemed like a rough draft of a song that could have been a little bit better. 
if it were a B-side. So as we get ready to as we get ready to, to flip the record over here, um, we are uh, let's see, round six, Detroit Rock City. It's two and two with a push. Two and two with a push. Right, right, right. Yeah. Round six, Sweet Pain versus Love Gun. Now this is over before it starts. Okay, yeah. It totally Indeed. Is. I mean, come on. Love Gun's going to crush me. I mean, okay, I, I wasn't sure where you were going with this. You know, I've, 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 no, I've already told you guys. Love Gun is a great song. I can't. I, can't, I like Sweet Pain, but Love Gun is a How great is, song. I always felt like when you've got this in the cassette player and it's auto going, you know, I always thought the back, the, having Flaming Youth and Sweet Pain back to back is so terrible. I it's like so bad, song, and, and it's also a side two opener too. It's like, yeah, that was a bad choice. It does not do anything at all. If you wanted to, if you, if you wanted to like reverse those, like maybe have Flaming Youth on side two, but uh, you know what? I would have started side two with the next track. Yeah, I agree. That's right. The, that's the it's opener. a better, better opener. With this but after I mean, that track, you would be all right. But I mean, you flip the record, then you get to go pee and grab a beer. Colin, what do you got? What do you got to say about Sweet? Well, like I said, I, I I like it. I like his singing. I like the way that it's recorded. But yeah. it's no Love Gun. I mean, Love Gun is is already won. But I thought Sweet Pain is good. I agree with what David just said. This should not have opened side two. I would have put it the second track on side two, which would have led into other songs. But it's I don't know. I, I like it. It's just you know, it's just average. It's missing a lot of the elements of a Kiss song, right? There's no there's no like. This riff right here, right, could have been the opener. You yeah, know what I mean? Backup, like this, the, the, the backup the, singers showed up too from tomorrow and tonight. Right? Well, yeah. <laughs> what you guys no, do? No. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were they were still on call. So, but like this again, like this song is ne- great soul by Ace. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's, it's never done anything for me. It's like it, it, it always felt to me like a little weird again, sort of like coming through this record and Ace Frey going like. What the fuck is this? This sounds yeah. something like if it were like on Gene's solo album, I'd go like, all right, you get a pass. You get a pass. But if it's I've, like on the iconic Destroyer record, it seems like it always just sort of diminishes its sort of mystique. We're like we're like a little more than two minutes into the song. And first of all, I feel like it's a different song at this point, right? And it's a better song. You know what I mean? Like I would have taken some of the elements from the middle here, the riff. Gene's like really far more aggressive singing oh, yeah. and the solo yeah. part. Put that at the beginning. Yeah. That weird like offbeat at the beginning. Like, so the, not, that's not so clever. Again, it's just not so, a good start. So again, you're not you clever. Back, you go back and you look at the production notes. And, and, and again, this was a song that uh, Ezrin like cobbled together from like a couple other of the songs that they had from demos and stuff. Uh, and, and some of the other stuff that they were like on the demos would go on to be cobbled together into uh, what become like rock and roll over. But uh, yeah, so like he, he probably just made the best of a of a bad thing, I guess. It's sort of like, hey, we got leftovers. Let's eat. <laughs> yeah. He also did like teach Peter Chris how to play drums. You know what? I keep hearing that story, and I'm not buying it. Peter Chris couldn't. He couldn't like uh, keep a beat. Which, yeah, right, I, like I go. said, Paul's coming out to say hi to everybody out in the crowd. <laughs> uh, so if, if 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 
all the kids out there on uh, the, the the Metal Lord Family Show don't want to know about what Love Gun is about. <laughs> this is where you should probably cover kids' ears or you know uh, put them to sleep or something. But Love Gun, motherfuckers, dude, crack. <laughs> this is. <laughs> But this it's is the song that's cracked. This is the song crack inside too, man. Like this is a better put together record. Well, except for the songwriting, but yes, uh, and the songs itself. Uh, but, this is a, but this is a great opener. I give you that. You can't yeah. beat this song. This song, and you know the reason I love this? Paul singing. Listen, this is Paul singing. There's no background singers. There's no doo wop songs. Paul is singing. Oh, like 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 on Destroyer. Yes, that's okay. what I'm saying. Like on Destroyer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen you're, and build that you're out. Making, you're, you're making our case for us. No, I mean, no, when G- he sings on Destroyer, he doesn't sing on Love. Let, on, let's, uh, love be, let's be honest. If David hadn't hadn't slipped up in the first round and just given it to posterity, uh, Lovkin would be up 4 2. Right, but that's just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but but now, now it's 3 2 1. And I'm taking Love the rest gun. of the rounds. The rest of the oh, rounds. If we I finish don't up I don't six, think three, that's true. It has it to be over yet. It I has can slip to be. Of a twenty and a nice cigar. We'll see how this goes with the judges. <laughs> but he's, like, dig- he's digging a dive. <laughs> so like, let's, let's, let's talk about this. Like, better song. Love Gun, Detroit Rock City. Love Gun. Love Gun. I love Gun. Yeah, easily. Yeah. See, I especially, especially live, I love like Ace's outro solo. Oh yeah, it's it's awesome. Oh, it's shit. so good. Oh fuck. Now here's the thing: when we originally proposed this, my idea was that we play this like a game of war. And Where Colin we play said, a play a song. Yeah, Colin like, says, play okay, a card. Like, Colin yeah. goes, "Sweet pain," and I go, "Okay, anything on Love Gun." <laughs> <laughs> but then he says Beth, and I throw him like. Love theme from Kiss, or you know, which the, the demo of Love theme from Kiss. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I, I was I was thinking about that earlier. It seemed kind of like arbitrary and a little bit unfair to do like track by track by track. And it should I mean, be I, I think the only thing that does make it fair is the band sequenced these records, and they're ten songs. It is head to head. So yeah, no, it, 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 it it totally works this way. And and again, it's gonna probably end up the same. Stars on. But 6-3 uh, with a push. We'll see. Maybe David will change his mind. We'll play like uh, I Stole Your Love Again. <laughs> What's better than anything but else again, after like, this song? N- nothing beats Love Gun. If you, if, and if you watch that great scene in uh, the film Role Models, it's like... Kiss, Love Gun era is the thing that like really like spooges all over American pop culture and stuff. You know, whether it's that comic book or whether it's lunch boxes, uh, the, the live video that shows up on uh, HBO, which is coming into people's houses. Number one band in America. And here we go back to Destroyer 4. The open side 2. <laughs> I wish. Right. Yeah, just shout it out loud. Song 3 on side 2. Right. Round seven. So this is the anthem, right? This is the anthemic one. This this is the anthem. And again, and listen to the singing. The singing is so good. These yeah. guys are when they start this live, I that's when I start to head for my car. <laughs> it's, it's, really? I mean, 
It's, a it's always the last song. It's like, I, I don't know. Whatever. Rock and roll, ma- rock yeah, and roll, rock and roll nights, the though. Song. Oh, there you go. Same song. Yeah, how it sounds so much. No, no, no. Rock and roll nights usually the last song of the set. And then they. The last they, song of the set, yes. Because then they, you know, they put out like two feet worth of confetti. And then, right. there's, and then there's encore. <laughs> and then there's encore. <laughs> See, I think this is where the that Detroit influence, that the, the call and echo thing, it works because it, it just sounds. They're singing. It's not female backup singers. It's yeah. not cheesy Partridge Family stuff. It's it's these two guys singing to each like you know back and forth. It's great. Yeah, Got that piano is. in there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's such a great hand claps. The piano is a little heavy, and, and again, it's a great song. Cause like again, you got, you got, you got Run DMC with their Adidas coming like, down the steps, great trading verses and stuff. Yeah. So it's like it's it's classic Kiss in in, in that regard. Great and, solo by Ace. And, yeah, Ace is, sounds like a solo on Love Gun. Almost, but it's it's terribly awesome as uh, as uh, as an anthem, and it's it's got everything that a crowd wants. We'll break here. Got some hand clapping going on. Oh yeah, dude! When they did this like in the Asylum tour, Paul was super dancing. Oh yeah. (laughs) With that like Muppet pants, those Muppet pants he had on. Yeah, that he stole from Flea, like a bunch (laughs) of stuffed animals tied together. Yeah. Except, no, he had, like, straight-up Muppet pelts, dude. They were shredded. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have a license to hunt that Muppets, I think. But maybe not. No, man. Celebrity, Bust celebrity, out your Cookie Monster voice. And... Celebrities do other things, I guess. Now, I gotta say, this is my favorite Peter Chris song. Is it? There you go. I, it is. Okay. So... So matching up with Flaming Youth is... Don't even play. <laughs> Don't even play, Michael. Don't. <laughs> I, I legitimately do like this song. This song is so god-awful. It's, it's, this is the worst Kiss song ever recorded. No, no, you it's not. You are on drugs. No. We already had Great Expectations. I think Great Expectations is yeah. the worst Kiss song ever recorded. And, it, so and, and, and now, listen, I'll spot you. If you want to throw in... Um, when you wish upon a star and say the great expectations is the worst Gene Simmons song that's ever been recorded. Colin, what do you hate about this so much? It's, it's a good song. The lyrics are absolutely atrocious. Who yeah. writes, I'm never going, going to school I, again? Yeah, Colin, going Colin, school lyrics again. mean a lot to Colin. And I don't know. We're kids. It's know, effort, yeah, but with the, it's, this is the we're wrong band for you to look like, right, Hold on, hold on. I just got a text. I just got a text here. And it says that the reason that Colin hates this song is that he sang it in karaoke in college and the, the girls walked away. Oh. Nice. <laughs> I knew it. But this is like, if you just listen to Peter's vocals on this and his playing, it's like, this is like Crash and the Party awesome. And again, like, it doesn't make any sense. I'm a hooligan, not going to go to school again. That's right. And like, you got the good background vocals and tasty, tasty. Great, uh, great solo, man. I don't know. I, I always, I always love this. And, and the thing that I loved about it too, it's like you got now you got it. You got an Ace song, you got a Peter song, and you got uh, you know, of course, Gene and Paul doing their thing. It's like this is what this is what they envision. It's like we're gonna be a band where everybody contributes. And- it, it almost sounds like Ace and Peter just doing a song by themselves. Yeah. 
kind of, yeah. Well, kind of does. They're, they're, it's they're, like they're the drum of, tech. They're kind of just like stepping back a little bit. They're like yeah. slipping into the rehearsal space and they're like, I don't care what Gene and Paul say, we're doing this song. <laughs> All right, 40 seconds to go, Colin. Oh, I've already written down the win for Shout It Out Loud. Wow. David? Uh, you know, uh, I want to vote for Hooligan. I'm, I'm going Hooligan. Um, Michael? Do I get to be the tiebreaker because I'm last? No, because I didn't vote. No, David it. hasn't voted yet. I know. It's like so. I want to see like what David's vote is. I'm gonna go <laughs> shout. I'm gonna go shout it out loud. Hooligans. You guys are so full of crap. Nice. No, no. This this is the song that like I. No, you're really gonna loud. hate the shout next one. Loud. When it comes yeah, you're gonna like be that. real pissed now. Next Colin. time they play "Shout It Out Loud" because this is my least favorite Peter Chris song. When it, when, it, when, it, when it comes out like Hair Nation or what have you or uh, Ozzy's Boneyards, like kind of like, uh, come on, it's. Oh, it, we got it, the playlist with the uh, with the acoustic version. Okay. Of what? That's what's this on the play. Bad. That's what's on the Apple playlist. Is the uh, is the acoustic version? Yeah, this is this is how Beth know. sounds on that, the record. That's, that's what this is. <laughs> this is the yeah, song, Dave. That's, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it. it literally says acoustic version. Uh, not on mine. I'm well, on, you, I'm you, on you, the Apple playlist right now. Just says mine, Destroyer, Beth. Mine says Beth, acoustic, and there's acoustic guitar playing. I don't know. Oh, okay. Just enjoy it. Just uh, as it, Michael said on a previous episode, just let back and let it let do it its thing. Let, yeah, let it happen to you. Yeah, let it happen to you. <laughs> let it happen to you. It's it's. I feel like I'm. Um, it's like I'm watching Kiss Me to the Phantom of the Park. And they're sitting at the fountain. Ace oh, has yeah. the acoustic guitar out. This this is a stop sign in the middle of the album. They needed a radio hit. The most iconic it's, Kiss song ever, as what Michael said at the beginning of the podcast. You know, I'll, I'll tell you my beef with this song is that I liked this song. And then when I listened to it a second time, I realized it's only like two minutes long. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. 46. You just sing, this, sing the same thing twice and then go. Dude, my, our parents listened to this song. and went, this is nice. Yeah, my, my parents, parents listened to Mac Davis too, right? No, no, no yeah, my, my parents didn't because like I was there when I was listening to this in 70, not 76 necessarily because it was like, it was a little bit, it was a little ubiquitous and stuff. You know, it was everywhere. Uh, that orchestral like, part is straight it, up stolen it, from Welcome to My Nightmare. Ne- that's never Sucks. a good reason to sort of like say like, oh, now now my band is being accepted because my parents are into it. That's yeah. not a thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe it's a thing that you do it like when your mom is dropping you off at soccer and shit, but like not in the seventies. You had to walk the fucking soccer in the seventies. <laughs> you, you had to bring your own fucking. Michael's walking to soccer with his with his cleats on his back, and he's going. And, and also, the cleats were actually like tennis shoes that you like nailed, uh, like actual nails through. He's like, you know, I don't want to go to soccer practice. I want to go hang out with my girlfriend. Go walk to practice. Beth, I hear you. And 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 again, all right. There's two forty six. A soft rock going into David's favorite song on Love Gun. Terrible song, and, and and also too, if you if you know like any of the production history of this of this particular song called Beth, Bob Ezrin like basically like cobbled this thing together from like carpet remnants. 
Like there's yeah. like like eight different vocal takes just to make it sound. Yeah, half of them were just just Peter laying on the floor singing in his sleep. But uh, oh, oh, it's going against Almost Human. It is. Fuck this shit. Almost Human. <laughs> uh, my favorite, seventies fucking. Oh my god. I've already I've already lodged my protest. Oh my I'm god. Done. I'm done. I'm not voting yes. anymore. Oh my god. Colin's writing a, a strongly oh worded letter to the Nevada State Commission. Oh, if they pay I, out I was, any bets on this, I'm going to be I was, pissed. I was always, always so much more a Gene guy than a Peter guy. So and I love, I love Peter's. What's rap. bad about this? This is an upgrade from God of Thunder. It is I, not. How can you say that? The, the I think the riff. I think the riff so is better. I think the vocals like are better. Under, out, you know, out of this world, they're like. Like, how'd they come up with this? This is up there with, I would put God of Thunder at the bottom, Almost Human, and War Machine tied. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, these yeah. are, yeah, these this, are the, this, this is what kicked off the need for Gene songs. This, this, no, no, no. Vocals always spooked me out as a kid. Go like, ooh, what is this? What is, it reminded me of like, uh, what, what was, what was the name of the band that should have probably fucking won? During Emmett Otter's uh, Junk Bag Christmas. There it is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You come back to All right. Everybody Let's drink. Got that covered. But uh, it's like, it's <laughs> like, they have like so, so creepy, sort of like Malcolm Youngish, sort of like background vocals. Like, oh yeah, I, I really feel like the song God of Thunder, they they discovered the, the, the place for like. A dark, creepy Gene song by accident, and then they figured out how to capitalize on it, with starting here. Yeah, with, and, with, with and going forward, like it's it's you know it's like they figured out they needed a Peter song. You know, they needed like a rock and roll song on a bunch of records, and they put that in there. Like a howler, yeah. And they needed like the 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 I want you, Black Diamond, you know tricked you i'm gonna do something soft and count off into into a heavy song yeah, so, so we're like coming into like a little bit of like you know final analysis like like love gun is like so much more balanced if you want to like have a balanced kiss record because this this has like all the, the character personalities coming out and working really well and again that, that fits into like my you know six-year-old sort of or seven or eight-year-old sort of you know like appreciation of kiss and now we're going back to Colin, Colin's getting back in the fight with Do You Love Me? Oh, it's love over. It. You guys I, have it rigged. I love this song. I do too. I, I there was a buddy of mine, he would walk around all the time. He's like, Do you love me? Seven inch leather heels. I'm like, <laughs> I mean did, like did, dude, did Beth great, just dude. lose to almost human, by the way? Yeah. You know it did. Three one. Oh, oh did it? I just wanted, I just wanted the crowd to hear it. Well, yeah. What was your vote, Michael? Oh, oh, no. I, I came out first. I said, like, I, I know you like, came out with both fingers in the air. I, I'm just making sure. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like fucking almost human. It's like that. That's gonna win like probably most songs. Oh, Once again, come on, I, dude. On the end of the road tour, I would 100 times rather see Gene play almost human than Eric Singer come out and pretend to play piano on that. Then, then almost anything short of like War Machine or God of Thunder is like almost human. It's like, oh my God. I'm going to say that I think that one of the reasons that this song is so good is it sounds like a Love Gun song. Yeah, it does. 
This one isn't a cover song, is it? Oh, I don't think so. No, no, no. They wrote this. Yeah, but it's, it's definitely been covered. I, I think I, I again, like it wasn't like the the kiss my ass. It was. It's, the, oh, you know who? You know who's on the credits for this? That's Valley, dude. Jim Valley, so yes. So Fowley's Same on as this. Song King of the Nighttime or World. Is he on like King of the Nighttime World? Yeah, I love the bridge. All right. Oh, with yeah, the with the weird vocal sound. Yeah. So good. And, and the the Liberty Bell behind them. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. came all the yeah. way to Philly just for that. <laughs> but this, yeah, this, this more more Bob Ezrin sort of production, uh, wizardry and stuff, which is great. Which is great. I wanna know. Do you love me? Yeah, no, I totally love this song. I totally love it. It's been a little shorter. <laughs> it's only three thirty-three. Yeah, the, it, been a little the, shorter. The, the bells at the end, they're good. He, 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 but that's the thing. He's like, I gotta fill in like the space here between the beats. It's like more bell. I'm waiting for Ronnie Spector to walk in and start like screaming at the end of this. <laughs> Hopefully not like screaming at anybody. Anybody's outside with Peter Chris looking through the window. He's blowing the horn. <laughs> Gene's telling us five bucks if you want to watch. I like this song. I do not like that bell. I like the, the chimes bell. or whatever the fuck it no, is. I, I, like. I, no, I think it's great. I think it's got that classic, like, like uh, that wall of sound. It's, it's got that. It's got that yeah. Spectre sound, dude. That yeah, Phil Spectre, like yeah. Which which makes it like super hard rock. All right, in the plaster caster, the second half of round nine. So, do you love me versus plaster caster? Okay, we, we talked about uh, Cynthia Plastercaster during one of our previous... The deep cuts, yep. Yeah, so like, if you need to know anything about what a Plastercaster is, it's mm. like a late... I, I like the beginning. I like... <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So this is literally a song about Gene's dick. <laughs> Whereas Love Gut is metaphorical. Yeah, if anyone ever steps off the path, Mike's right back there to pull you back. Yep, just let it happen to you. I just want—I want to be your fucking Doctor Ruth and let you know what you're listening to. Yeah. So terrible. I, like, he what says hand the same way um, King Diamond does in uh, them. I don't know. Pain from her. When you were a kid listening to this song, did you know what the fuck it was about? I oh, yeah. never listened to this album because it was so bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's fine. I'm, oh I'm voting for Plastercaster. Thank you, Colin. All right. It doesn't matter at this stage. It's all rigged. All right. Nothing to lose here. Nothing to lose here. No, I can't vote for this That's song. a callback. Yeah. I, I'm not voting for this either. I can't vote for this. No. Destroyer's gonna win this one, Michael. Plaster Caster versus Do You Love Me? Okay, yeah. Is that gonna like tilt the balance in like some sort of way? Yeah, no, 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 it's gonna come vote, down dude. to the last song, actually, because if Destroyer takes round 10, it's a complete tie. 
It's a complete travesty. It is not. Dude, Beth Love Gun would have won. Detroit Rock City. David got confused on the first track as to what to do. I don't know. He said, I vote Destroyer, and then he said, I Stole Your Love is the better song. It's like, wait, what? This is what happens when people are honest. See? The number one radio hit loses the almost human please. Come Just on. because it's a radio hit doesn't make it good. It's a good song. It is. It's an all right song. I, I almost it, human's terrible. I know. I I don't think this is the thing. I don't think some of these songs stand up to scrutiny, and that goes in in in, in both directions. I'll tell you that the older I get, almost year by year, the Aren't less you like 50 I like. Now? I am. <laughs> The older I get, the less I like Beth. If you would have asked me ten years ago, I would have t- I would have picked Beth. But I it, something about it. The more I like, every time I hear it, I like it less. It's songs, overproduced. It's boring. And I'm gonna blame you guys for giving me like more information about these records. Yeah. <laughs> I like. Oh, them you're welcome. Than I used to. But yeah. But it, but again, like. When, when you're in the right moment, oh, see this and, and guy. Beth, Beth this guy up. would have voted for Beth, Colin. <laughs> Michael, what's your vote? That guy right there. He would have been like, Master I want to hear Beth. I like that guy. Do you love me? <laughs> I think that's a uh, I mean, better if vote. Have, if you have to, it's it's like if if you're you know. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with like, do you love me? Because yeah, I, I totally do love that song. Destroyer takes that one. So, rock and roll party versus then she kissed me. What the heck is All this? Right. So like, rock Doesn't and matter. roll party, not, then she kissed not, me. not a song. The, 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 this is this is both albums should have ended on track nine. Hidden vinyl track. It's a hidden vinyl track. It's not a song oh, that's actually listed. Right. So it's there. It's not on the cassette, by the way. And there's no. It's not on the cassette. It's not on the A track. But it's but it's somehow there, and it's still better than then she kissed me. I don't know. I totally, you know it's funny. I go totally I, totally love that song. When I was a kid, I this hated is not that a song. song. And no, it's not. It's just background noise. It's just oh, yeah. Is that, oh oh, you know what? It is. It might be on the cassette. Then. It's, it is. Yeah. Oh. Oh, we could. Oh, so then when that happened too, then this sounds like, like the intro to God of Thunder. <laughs> it's like what, what the fuck is Ezrin doing? Like, is he thinking he's like fucking Trent Reznor or something? And like seventy six, like, like, co- yeah. cocaine makes you do strange things. Yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna bury this track someplace at the end of the tape. Oh, look, I mean, maybe they had not, to do that to stretch it beyond an EP. Right. Yeah. I'm not even hearing any rock and roll party going on. He here. just said it. Yeah, he said it at the end. Paul really? Stanley said it to the crowd. Everybody. <laughs> okay, so that's not even a song. Colin, I, how could you hate this? This is what you were listening to in when high I was school. born in 1966. Yeah, p- p- picking up the ladies in high school <laughs> yeah. from the soda fountain in 1954. Yeah, after Ronnie and the Red Caps, I listened to this. <laughs> yeah, so that, obviously, this is a cover song from the Chris. Well, it's a, it's a song, which helps. Yeah, what? Yeah, that definitely gives it a little more punching power. <laughs> Colin's like, I'm voting for Rock and Roll Party. Of course I am. <laughs> the song is just dreadful. But like, it's, yeah, uh, you know what? It's not the worst. I, it's just one of those songs where I'm like, 
Why? It's like up there with the love theme from Kiss and or Kissin' Time. Kissin' Time. I actually yeah. like Kissin' Time. I'm not gonna lie. What, what, I love what, the fourth what, what, side what, of Alive too, man. The whole. What's the song called again? Too. What's the song the called Dave again? Clark Five song. Then she kissed me. Um, okay, so that's why it, it has Kiss in the title of the song. All American Man. Six yeah. foot hot look. All American Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like. You're listening to that stuff, you're like 10 years old. Like, you don't know what cool is. You're like six foot hot. Like, you're lucky I didn't know the Rocky Horror Picture Show back then. It's fucking, but it, but again, it, 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 A, it's a lovely song. Kiss does a really great job at it. It's like, you know, wh- why they did this? They, what were they trying to get be hard? Were they one, you know, because this doesn't sound like Black Diamond at all. This doesn't sound like the dudes coming out from the streets and shit. It's, but again, it's like it's a sweet song. It works. And, and when I was a kid, uh, going all the way back to '77 here, so like '77, '78, when I'm listening to this, ride my bike around the block and shit. It's like loved it, loved it. It's, it's so sweet. And I and I can imagine myself as being like that that that, that boy person, whatever, like being kissed. It's like yes, I love kiss. Michael just running through double-A batteries on his Walkman, dreaming of the future. There's no Walkmans in the 70s. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> carrying around his, like, plastic turntable. Carrying around Don and Linda's reel-to-reel so he could hear Then She Kissed Me Something off the like No, his, his eight-track just... that looked like a plunger for a, a TNT thing from the comic strips. It's just playing in my head. It's playing in my head. So, like... Okay, so right. well, uh, that's an actual song. My votes for "Then She Kissed Me." Can we can we hear the rock and roll party thing again? No, no, I can't you believe they got vote. ninety. I can't believe it's, they got ninety seconds out of that. It's, it sounded like somebody farting in an ashtray. <laughs> but I could be wrong. Colin, pass. <laughs> was it, was it All right, that's that's a vote for destroyer, <laughs> David. Uh, you know, I kind of feel like I should abstain. I didn't. <sighs> I don't know. I'm not crazy about Then She Kissed Me and Rock and Roll Party. We can make track 10. We can kill track 10 and just vote it on the nine songs that we listen to. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So that that would be like. uh, Because I agree. That's a bit of a throwaway. So where that leaves us is Destroyer had three wins. It had. Travesty. It had Absolute King of the travesty. Nighttime World. I'm going to have to add, had, ask Colin to write the uh, the obituary. It, it, it had King of the Nighttime World. It had God of Thunder. And it had Do You Love Me as its wins. Okay. Love Gun had right. four wins. And it had Tomorrow and Tonight, Love Gun, Almost Human, and then, she, uh, sorry, uh, I... Uh, shock me, shock me. Shock me, sorry. Yep, I started too too low. Shock me tomorrow and tonight. Love gun and almost human was its four, and then we had two ties. Uh, Detroit Rock City tied. I stole your love. Thanks, David. And shouted out loud tied. Hooligan. Colin, you barely lost. Consider that a win. I think well, there's there's a couple interesting, uh, and I'd like to get Colin's take on this. There's a couple interesting matchups. It might have I, been different if we did it like you guys said, where we played, where it was like it was playing, 
Yeah. Like war, like, yeah. Well, I, you right. know what? I don't know if it would be, right? So if it's like, if if Colin pulls, let's say we're playing war, and Colin pulls, like, Detroit Rock City, like, I'm throwing Then She Kissed Me at that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to let the winds be big. Kind of the kind of thing. Um, okay. I just, you know, I think that I see this less as win-loss and more as I think that Love Gun is a consistently good record. Not not consistently, like, over-the-top great record, but consistently good record. As far as, like, in my head, I could put on Love Gun and not skip any tracks, whereas I put on Destroyer and I'm skipping everything after God of Thunder until Shout It Out Loud. I may be skipping Beth, and I'm skipping Rock and Roll Party. You know what I mean? Like, if I were making the greatest hits, I'd probably pull three or four tracks off of Destroyer. I might leave all of Love Gun on. Um, which ones shocked you, Colin? Oh, I, you don't want to get me started, do you? It's like, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I hate <laughs> all you. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Well, I made it 124 episodes into the podcast. You know, I, I had a great run. That's it. <laughs> the deal breaker. That's too far. Like, hey, hey, Colin, Kiss is coming to Philly. You want to come? No. No. <laughs> Not with you. Sorry. I'm going to sit over there where you guys sit over here. I'm going to sit in the front row and glare at you during all, right. all of these Love Gun songs. It's I, very I, late. Let's not put Colin through this. Like, <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> Let it be my pleasure. Uh, so that, that's it. Destroyer versus Love Gun. Uh, if you can, go on to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Uh, that helps grow the show. You can also review us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Join us on Instagram at Metal Podcast. Join us on Twitter at M-A-M-H-Pod. Uh, join us on Facebook. Just search Middle Age Metalheads for Colin Bossler, Michael Stamps, David Timoney, and myself, John Harden. We'll see you next week.